0: everyone, this is Michael Thompson, a very sad, disappointed, frustrated friend of yours with the Brand New Day podcast. What do you do when you're just like super hurt? Have you ever experienced where you're praying for a miracle and you're just like, man, feel like God just like, nope. And I don't care, you know, how we want to spin it, if we even want to spin it, which I certainly don't. We see dimly. We don't see directly. And we don't have this direct, like, you know, uh, every answer is is audible where God says, well, the reason that I took your dear friend is this. And, And, you know, we see dimly. We don't understand. But all I know is that last night I lost one of my dearest saint friends. His name was Jeff. He was an absolute fireball for the Lord. He was... Uh, a dear warrior, a bold as a lion. He'd share the gospel with anybody, and he was tender as a child. He'd cry and talk like a little child, and he was just full of passion, um, faithful friend, faithful to everyone. He, he, You know, the Bible says don't show favoritism toward the wealthy. He'd go the other way. He'd, he'd show favoritism to the brokenhearted and, and to the persecuted and the outcasts and he was just super honest and raw. I mean, he was like Peter the Bible. You know, Peter, he did great things, and he also did, like, crazy things. And, and he even swore. Remember, Peter, like, swore. And my friend Jeff, he, he's, like, he's always been beautifully imperfect. And he's someone that prayed like a saint and cried like a baby. And he just lived like a champion. And I have been praying. We all, many of us have been praying fasting, and i we've done all these things, and I've had a couple times in my life where you just go all in for prayer on something, and you just feel like God just, like, silence. It's, like, super disappointing. So what do you do, friend? Uh, some of you listening to this, you know Jeff, and you miss him, and you join me in just being heartbroken, and others, you... Have other situations, people maybe present or past, or even right now, you may be in suffering situation, and you say, "Lord, come on!" And I want to tell you three things that a friend taught me years ago to always remember. And the first one is, God is sovereign, totally the decision maker, totally in charge. Number two, all loving. God is love and he's compassionate, loving toward all he has made. And number three, all-wise. His decision, whether I like it or not, is perfect. I could be frustrated, maybe even angry, but I'm frustrated and angry at a perfect decision from an all-powerful, infinitely loving God. But I'm still disappointed, I'm still frustrated. So what do you do with that? Well, a couple of things that I do. First of all, I determine during and before heartache that I will be close to God. I will not turn my back on him. Either he is or isn't my comforter, either he is or isn't our hiding place, either he is or isn't our rest, our only hope our song and our answer our way our truth our life either he is the prince of peace or he's not but i choose to be close to him and to be still before him to be reverent in my brokenness but i also choose to be real i often say that true values are revealed under pressure and I will be real and being close to and reverent to God, but also I will pour out my heart to him and tell him in very clear terms, I am super disappointed, I'm heartbroken, I am super even angry, uh, exasperated. The other thing that I choose to do, which isn't easy, is to follow through on Thessalonians, which says, be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. Corey Ten Boom was a, a lady who was uh, in a concentration camp, a Nazi concentration camp, and she uh, and her sister endured horrible things. They were losing family members and they were suffering. And when they would suffer, Corey's sister would say, "Hey, let's be joyful. Let's pray." And Corey used to get so upset and so frustrated with that. And but then her sister somehow would persist and say, "We can thank God for this, and we can be joyful about this. And aren't you glad that you're not the oppressor, and instead you're the one that knows the Lord?" And blah, blah. and and it would just change um, somehow, even though it was still hard. And it certainly brought honor to God. That reminds me of a psalm that I want to share with you. Psalm 84 is a psalm that I know that my friend Jeff would just uh, love to have read, would weep through, and, um, and it basically just talks about one key point. I mean, there's many things, but the point I want to bring to you is a little verse halfway through, and it says this. It says, As they, meaning the believers, as they pass through the Valley of Weeping, or the Valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. When God's people go through really, really tough places, somehow even life follows them, and they're able to see uh, life in the place of weeping. So here's excerpts from Psalm 84. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty! My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. they are ever praising you blessed are those whose strength is in you who have set their hearts on pilgrimage as they pass through the valley of weeping they make it a place of springs they go from strength to strength till each one appears before God in Zion. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. O Lord Almighty, blessed is the man who trusts in you. Yeah, so let's be close to God. Let's be reverent. Let's be real. Let's even purpose to be joyful. Always pray continually. Give thanks in the circumstance. Yes, even as we mourn and go through a world where disappointments are inevitable, heartache is a part of life. So one last story I want to share with you about my little day of fasting. So a few weeks ago we had this time and we were all on Zoom and we were praying and then we decided we'd pray and fast. And that afternoon I i got, uh, got my coat on and I went for a long, long walk. And I pulled up a song that has always been my song for the church. It's an instrumental song, but I always think of the Bride of Christ. I think about heaven. I think about uh, all the imperfect people like us that Jesus bought, all finally being free of our sin, free of, frankly, responsibility to, uh, to proclaim the gospel and risk lives and suffer and and uh, all these things, but just to be totally free and have the people of God united uh, together with him and this is a, this, the name of this tune is called The Wedding Song so it's even more meaningful because of course the Bible talks about it being like a wedding and uh, the, anyway the other day when I was on this walk um, I was listening to this song and I I won't say he told me but I sensed that God may be telling me Michael I have a perfect all loving decision that you're not going to like, but it really is the right one. And if you could understand and see just how beautiful and wonderful uh, my ways are and my love is, then you would be totally at peace, even as you're totally heartbroken. And my prayer, friends, especially those of you that know uh, our brother Jeff, but even those that have other hurts in your life and other disappointments, that you would be able to hear this song and trust that God really is uh, beautiful and he has a way forward. He has a perfect future for all of us. So he will make all things beautiful in his time. He's making all things new. And as my dad often says, and rightly says, better days are coming. Even so, Lord Jesus, come, and may the grace of the Lord Jesus be with his people. Amen.